communication stylist, teacher of life, and encouragement extraordinaire. How are we doing today? (sighs) If I'm being honest, I am tired. It's my first day back to work after Christmas break in a classroom. Teenagers, new material, and a new year. I'm a little worn out. Being high energy to keep a class and have their attention and to keep them engaged is a lot. God bless all the teachers. As I sit here on my literal couch, I usually record this in front of my computer, but as I sit here on my literal couch, because I have about an hour before my children get off the bus and I have to be mom, I'm breathing. Torn between the laundry across from me, the continued dinner prep that must get done, and my desire to just sit. And I popped on today because consistency and the things that are important to me this year are at the top of my list and being intentional, not making excuses for the things that bring joy to my heart while making room for the things that could be optional, like laundry. So far this year, I have been recognizing the shift in my heart. Y'all, I don't know if I've ever said this, but I am a hopeless romantic. I am fairy tale ending happily ever after in my heart. The world does not necessarily function that way. We already know that to be true. And I don't readily admit it because people have opinions and they tend to want to share them unsolicited. And I don't want to hear why that is unrealistic of me. I don't want to know what reality says. I just like to live in my bubble of what I want. I've also been noticing the areas of my life where I have used that desire for the happily ever after to fill voids. Yeah. The details of that are stories for another day. But last night in a conversation with one of my sister friends, as I was talking to her, I had to receive the correction myself. And it was this, that my desire to want to help people win and love on them very well and all of these things come from a place of sincerity out of my heart. But there are also times where I have almost made myself indispensable in relationship because it allowed a level of control. Because if a person looks to you for help, if you make yourself the problem solver, then you're always employable, right? Job security, right? But relationships don't work that way. And when I look at my relationship with myself, I see where I focus on others to keep from having to focus on myself. One of my brothers in life and my brother in Christ is a chaplain. And 
I went to church this past Sunday and he ate me up, y'all. I mean, he was delivering a message for the congregation. But it happened to be reading my mail, standing in my house and eating me up all at once. And one of the first things he said that caught my attention and was a prick in my heart was that we tend to judge ourselves based on our intention, but judge others based on their actions. I'm going to say that again. We will judge ourselves based on our intentions, but judge others based on their actions. My Lord today, and when I look at how that plays out in different areas of my life, my relationships, how I work with my students, there's a common thread. And the common thread is, is I see myself as the help. I want to be there. I want to preemptively be available. I want to encourage. I want to, I want to be the nurturer and the solution. But how vain is that to try to be the hero in everyone's story and the idea that I can be or that they even want me to be? And then I go back to that hopeless romantic in me. Because see, the way I look at and desire romantic relationship is often how I work in all of my relationships. As a teacher, I give freely to my students, my knowledge, my expertise, my time, my words, because I want them to be the very best versions of themselves. And my friendships, I love all my friends well because they deserve it. I want them to know that they are beautiful and kind and giving and loving. And even my my male friends, I will exhort them as fathers, as brothers, as husbands. Because deep down, I want that happy ending. But I don't get to choose the happy ending. And whatever I am intending through my actions doesn't mean that all of those, those efforts are what somebody wants. Some of it may be unsolicited. I mean, let me be honest. Some of it, a lot of it, okay, is unsolicited, whatever. But I put myself in position to be available and willing and able because by pouring out in all of these ways, that romantic, endless love, starry-eyed, fairy tale ending I feel in control of creating in these areas of my life. And it fills a void. It does. That's my truth, but I don't have to stick to it. Because recognizing the behavior is the first step in changing it. And so, that is what I intend to do. Is less. Less initiating. Less pouring. Giving when needed, receiving, and reciprocating. But I can't fill the parts of me that want or desire more by doing more for others. And I can't say, well, you know, I I did a good job today because I did X, Y, Z, one, two, and three. If I know my intention behind it isn't always 100% sincere. And to be honest, a lot of these things I didn't realize 
that I was doing it from a place of control or, or really a place of self-fulfillment. And I'm not saying that hundred percent of the time I do, but I, if I'm being honest, I can definitely pinpoint some places where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see it. And I think we all do it. We all have those hurts, those voids, those dark spots in our lives that we want to brighten, that we want to fill. And sometimes the only thing we really should do is surrender them. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot in a few words, right? (sighs) That's how I've been feeling. But I'm proud of myself for acknowledging. I'm even prouder that I am deciding to move and shift differently instead of being in denial. Denial is much easier. Denial feels safer. Not speaking the truths to other people allows me to sit with them and pretend that maybe they aren't necessarily real, that maybe it's just a good idea. Not necessarily something to be done, but there's no growth in ignorance, and I refuse to ignore any longer. I desire to continue to grow. The past 13 months, I have become a version of myself I could not have imagined. The respect and honor that I have for what I am able to overcome is beautiful, honestly. I am empowered and encouraged just by the way I wake up every morning and move with excellence. Extra is not necessary. But I'm also 100, no, pause, not but. Because but means forget everything I just said. I'm about to say something else. All of that and I acknowledge That in my wait for the fairy tale ending, there is room for doing less and being at ease. So I'm going to deep sigh because I don't have to have it all figured out. And I did prepare as best I could by putting that pot roast on before I went to work and pulling out the items I'm going to make for sides. And in order to be the mom that I enjoy being, who enjoys her babies on their first day back to school after this new year, I'm going to rest and pour into myself with quiet and Oreos. This has been renewing and I'm grateful for this space. And I hope that my personal revelations are not just informative, but relatable and helpful. That's the whole point, right? I never want to be described as a person who uses lots of words and says nothing. And so I hope that today was beneficial, that the time spent investing and listening will pay dividends down the line. And so until next time, see ya.